Welcome back to the Devory Darkens Live podcast, episode number 116. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about the three mistakes unsuccessful people make when it comes to fear. So if you're a person where you were doing something or you were about to do something, like let's say, I don't know, work towards your goal, um, fear came up and you stopped, this is the perfect episode for you to listen to today. Because for most people out there, <clears throat> fear is absolutely something they don't understand and they don't even know what to do about it. Now, the first thing that we should be doing is living our purpose in life, which is why I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You can download that for free in the link in my bio. This is a free cheat sheet that helps you discover your life purpose. If you happen to be someone who already knows what their goal is, but you're all over the place and you need a step-by-step -step system to follow to achieving your goals, you can also get the Blueprint Method course, which is also the link in my bio. And it also comes with the ebook attached. So you actually get something you can read. You got worksheets that come with it. And then there's a video course. And uh, you also get a free coaching call with me. And lastly, for the person who's out there, you're looking for more accountability. You know you've been looking for mentorship. You definitely want to go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Now, we can kick this thing off with what? The three mistakes that unsuccessful people make when it comes to fear. So again, if you've been struggling with fear, you don't know what's going on, you don't know how to respond, fear seems to be something that continues to control you, yeah, this is the uh, episode to listen to. Okay. Now understand this. When I was young, uh, I, no one ever told me about fear. No one ever told me ab about fear. All I knew is if I got scared, I either ran away or, you know, I stopped what I was doing, but that was it. No one ever set me down and said, Hey, Devori, this is why you get scared. This is what you should do about it. Uh, this is why fear is not necessarily a bad thing. No one ever talked about that. Right. So because no one ever talked about that, uh, you know, I, I'm ignorant. I didn't know any better. And furthermore, I went to church every Sunday. I went to a Baptist church. And uh, when I was a little older in my teenage years, um, well, I guess technically they were both Baptist church. One was in California. One was in Texas. But it was the same thing. And for some of you guys, you might get a little triggered today, but that's OK, because you know what? This is real life. This is my own story. So when I went to church every Sunday, one of the things I just couldn't get past, I just couldn't get over it, was why do they keep making me scared? Why do they make me fear the devil? Why do I have to sit there and focus all my attention on I possibly could be going to hell? Like, I don't believe Jesus or God thinks that way. I don't think they, they're here on earth thinking about hell like that. <clears throat> that's not what's dominating their mind. Love, abundance, joy, gratitude. I think that's what's dominating their mind. So as a young kid, I would sit there and think, okay, I understand there's a devil. I got that. Now you're talking about hell. Okay, you're scaring me. Um, and if you say I don't do this, then I'm going to go to hell. I mean, literally, that's how the message comes across. Now, obviously, I don't believe people who are sharing the word of God has the intention of scaring people. I don't think they have the intention of wanting to, um, uh, what, what is it, uh, 
teach people from a place of fear, but I think that's the way they've learned. That's how they do it. And as a result, we're finally learning in the year of 2023, mindset should be a huge talking point when it comes to practicing religion. Because if you don't understand how to overcome fear, will you ever take the steps that God wants you to take? Those steps that he wants you to take is outside your comfort zone. You will get scared. And if you don't know how to respond to that, what's going to happen? <clears throat> so when I was young, I go to church and it was always about, I felt almost there were times where the sermon was more about hell and the devil than it was about God and serving other people. Like that's how it was for me when I was growing up. Now I'm not saying every single church out there teaches this way, <clears throat> but I'm not the first person that I know personally that have voiced this uh, experience that they've had, you know, and I'm only telling you guys this story because, you know, when I was young, I didn't know any better, right? I had these dreams, I had things I really wanted to do, but I would feel almost judged and I would feel like every step I was taking was wrong because I didn't know if I was going to go to hell or not. Now, why am I telling you guys this story? Well, because this is one of many stories, not just in church, but in school, in the home that you grew up in, around your family, uh, TV, where we are programmed to live our lives from a place of fear. That's what happens from a young age. That's how I was being trained. That's how I was being programmed. And same thing, when you, when you get into the military, they use fear tactics to reprogram you. They do. Because fear is what? It's an emotion. And if you're going to access the subconscious mind and alter somebody's behavior, rule number one is you need to get them emotion involved in what you're doing, what you're saying. The military takes the route of fear tactics and stress. So they would put us under a high level of stress, a lack of food, a lack of sleep. Um, you're walking all over the place in the mountains. You know, they would put us in these situations of high stress. So whatever we were doing and practicing became second nature because our subconscious mind's wide open. We're emotionally involved. We're stressed out. We're experiencing the emotion of fear. So whatever we're thinking about is going right into the subconscious mind. Well, I'm telling this story to say that um, for the very longest or for the longest time in my adulthood, in my 20s, you know, I was living from a, a place of fear. I was fearing death. Uh, I was fearing not knowing where I was going to go in my life. Uh, I was fearing that I would not be anybody. Right. These are all fears because from a young age. We're just taught that fear is something you should run away from. Fear is something that you should think about. And the, the problem is that that's not what it should be about. Uh, and I think people who, um, listen, you hear me say this all the time. No one's teaching you how to respond to fear in school. No one taught you. So for a lot of us out here, especially older generations, for a lot of us, we are learning for the very first time in our lives how to respond to fear. It's a very simple conversation, very simple topic. I think it's not it's a topic that can't be uh, you know researched enough, but most people still don't understand fear. They've heard it, they hear about it, but they don't understand it. And that was me for a very long time. I didn't even understand fear. See, I'll give you an example. 
<coughs> Excuse me. This is how you know I didn't understand fear as a child. Now, my mother, she had a uh, boyfriend or a friend. Uh, he was a doctor. And uh, we would go over to his house a couple of, on a couple of occasions, I can remember, where um, he had a pool. And I actually like swimming. I guess, you know, I'm the only black kid in town who likes to swim. And in another conversation for another day, if you guys didn't know this, I used to actually surf. Not every day. Or not like once a week, but every day. <laughs> I used to live in Pismo Beach. You guys should Google that place. Pismo Beach, California. Google it and tell me it's not beautiful. Anyways, I used to live on Pis I used to live in Pismo Beach, right on the beach itself. Literally, my the the where I was staying, and then there was a cliff and it goes to the beach. I used to surf every day, had my own surfboards. Anyways, I digress. Um, when I was a child, you know, I liked swimming. But anyways, the point is this. When I would attempt to go jump in the pool, you know what would happen to me? I would freak out. I would get so scared that I would freeze and then not jump in. Now, maybe some of you guys know what that's like. You know, we, we know the water is cold. Um, if it's a deep pool, we have the fear of drowning or something of that nature. You know, that's how children may be thinking. Uh, that's how I was thinking. I was like, oh, man, the water is, I'm going to freeze and uh, I may drown. So, you know, I don't know. It just all this negative thoughts would come up. And then I would freeze and then I would back away. So how did I end up finding a way to jump in the pool eventually? Well, after five minutes of going back and forth with myself, I just said, all right, what if I just sprint towards the pool. I mean, if I just start sprinting, there's no way I can turn around at that point. The momentum will carry me into the pool. That's what I was thinking. And sure enough, that's what I did. And I finally hopped in the pool. This went on for my entire childhood when it came to water uh, and jumping in a pool. It was always like, I'd always get scared at the very last second. So I'm telling you that because as children, nobody's teaching us how to deal with fear. So my mom didn't, she may have seen me do that, but she never, you know, hey, Devori, I know you're scared to jump in, but let me tell you what's really going on with you. And then let me tell you how to respond, right? That wasn't a conversation. So I'm telling you guys this story because you could probably say the same thing about yourself. I can guarantee there's been a time where you were attempting to do something you were attempting to do something, and at the last second, you got scared and you backed away. I guarantee that's happened. That happens to all of us. And because nobody tells us how to deal with our fears, um, you know, we have to do what? We have to go through trial and error to learn what not to do and what to do, which brings me to this next segment in the show. So what is the problem? Meaning the problem that might be standing in your way, the problem that you may not even know is there. Well, let's talk about it. So obviously there's a problem, but what is it exactly? What's causing you to back away from fear when it happens? It's ignorance. Nobody taught you how to deal with fear, so you don't know what you don't know. You know, it's really true. The school system, they teach us nothing 
that's really going to help us live a happy and successful life. There's nothing taught in the curriculum. And I don't think maybe someone somewhere up the chain is thinking, yeah, let's not teach them so they don't know what to do. When they, I don't think anybody's teaching that. I just think people up the chain are ignorant. That's what I think. And I also think that they can't come to a simple agreement on what would be best for children. That's outside my control and your control. But the fact remains, because nobody's teaching us, we're ignorant. We don't know or understand how to deal with fear. That's the first part of the problem. There's ignorance. There's a lack of understanding. You're going to find in today's show, when I get into the solution, that once you, st once you start understanding what fear is really all about, you can move past it. And there's a lot of people out there, uh, you know, I'd probably say small selection of people, really. Uh, they don't have a fear problem. They're in control of themselves. They know what they want. They have a habit of pushing through their fears already. Uh, that's a small selection of people. The vast majority of people, that's not the way they think. That's not the way they operate. If they get scared on something, they immediately back away. How do we know this to be true? The, what happens before we procrastinate? We become scared. There's something we're scared of. That's what leads to the procrastination. We're scared of failure. We're scared of criticism. We're scared of judgment. You know, We're scared of... The unknown. And because we allow that emotion to dominate us, we end up not doing anything. We procrastinate. So we know this whole fear conversation is a huge issue. Most people don't pursue their dreams. They don't live the life that they want to live. They don't show up as the person they really are because they have a fear of being criticized, being judged. And the first part of that problem is ignorance. They don't understand fear in the first place. See, the first part of your problem when it comes to dealing with fear in your life is ignorance. You have to recognize that you were never taught about fear and how to respond to it. And because you were never taught these things, you don't actually know any better. So what do you got to do? You got to get the right information and start understanding fear. See, understanding is the key to your freedom. When you understand something, your decision-making is different. Your perception is different. The way you operate will be different. But when you don't understand something, more than likely you will do what? You will have doubts and you will worry. And what you should be using is understanding. That's really the first part here. Now, the second part of the problem is this. And um, I've been very guilty of this multitude of times. The second part of the problem is you care too much about what other people think. That's what causes the fear. You worry about what your parents are going to think of you. You worry about what your spouse may think of you. you. You're worried about your community, your culture. What will they say? And you fear the judgment that will come. And because you're putting all this pressure on yourself, there's no motivation to act. You won't take action based on that. Not if that's what you're thinking about. Remember, you become what you think about. So mistake number two is if you're thinking so much about other people's opinion, and for the most part, they don't even have an opinion. They're not even thinking about you like that. Oh, you will get consumed by fear. There's no question because that, my friend, is ignorance. Thinking about what other people 
may or may not think about you. That's just straight up ignorance. No one's thinking like that. Most people don't think. Your friends, your family, they got their own issues in their own life. Like they don't have time to spend all day trying to think about whatever choice you're about to make. Like it doesn't work that way. Now, let me say this. I said that one of the main problems when it comes to you dealing with your fear is what? Not understanding, ignorance. Number two is allowing the opinions of others to dominate your mind. That causes the fear, right? And if, if the fear continues, you're going to have anxiety and you're going to procrastinate because you're thinking about the fear of being judged, the fear of being criticized. Doesn't make any sense, but that's what happens. Why? Because number one, you don't know any better. No one ever taught you. So when you're walking around with this fear of what other people may think of you, if you're walking around with the fear of how you will be judged or criticized by your friends, family, coworkers, community, or even your culture, what are you doing? You're operating from a place of fear. That's what you're allowing to dominate your mind. That will do what? That will dominate your subconscious mind. You will start to feel the emotion of fear. And that's going to lead to anxiety and ultimately to procrastination. You won't do anything because you're not focusing on the right things. That's one of the biggest mistakes people make with their fear. So not understanding, being scared of what other people think of you, that's a huge problem. That's not going to help you move past fear. Um, and this other thing is not understanding what risk is all about. Again, something you're not taught in school. I know because I wasn't taught it either. No one's talking about taking risk. Everything's geared to make you a slave in this system. Play it safe. Depend on us. Follow these steps that are logical. But there's, there's nothing that comes of that. There's no happiness there. Right? Again, like I stated, um, we... we from an early age, are trained to live with fear. So we naturally won't take risk. Think about that. How many times, or, you know, I would think of this for yourself. So let's really, really be honest here about your fear. When's the last time you were going to do something and it was going to be a risk? It may have been a big risk for you and you backed away. But if you had taken that risk, chances are it would have paid off. You see, that's the power of fear and how it can control you. You won't even be able to take the risk that are needed to get to where you want to go. See, there's a risk in being a different version of yourself. What happens? You risk being judged by other people. You risk being criticized. You risk losing certain friends out of your life because you outgrow them. See, we're not, we're not going to receive anything in this life without giving. You must give in order to receive. You give by doing what? Developing yourself, growing yourself, providing more service, changing your habits. When you do that, you will outgrow people in situations. So you give that up as well. And then you receive, you know, this new level of your life. But that is all risk-taking. So if you're not taking any risk, you're not really living your life. That's a huge problem. If you're not taking any risk, that means you're not really living. You're not. 
It's like you're just drifting through life waiting to die. That's not a good look. So what does that mean exactly? Well, that means there's something that you can do about it. That means although we have these problems that you may have, you may be making these mistakes, the three mistakes that unsuccessful people make with their fear is what? They are ignorant. They don't understand fear in the first place. Two, one of the biggest fears they have that they allow to dominate them is this fear of judgment and criticism from the people around them. And number three, they're not used to taking any risk whatsoever because of the first two. Why would you step out and take a risk to start that business if you're living from a place of fear? You won't do it. Why will you or why won't you change? Why won't you take the risk of transforming yourself and becoming the person that you truly want to be? Well, it won't happen if you're doing it from a place of fear. That's just the reality. That's what's really going on with people. And this went on with me for a very long time, especially in my 20s. I really cared about what other people thought of me. I really had a fear of being criticized and being judged. Because as a child, I really felt that every step I took, I was being judged. So I was hypersensitive to that in my 20s. Well, I had the fear of always being judged, so I wouldn't take any risk. Now, when you are surrounded by the right people and they take risk, you will end up taking risks too. But when you're by yourself, chances are you won't do it because you're not used to doing it. This is the problem, folks. If you're trying to figure out what's really the issue behind your fear, why you struggle to deal with it, why you struggle to overcome fear is because number one, there's ignorance there. You don't understand fear in the first place. Not your fault, by the way. Nobody taught us about fear. If anything, they taught us to fear hell or fear the devil or fear other people, but they never taught us how to deal with it. Number two, people seem to have this, I would call it what, an inferiority complex. They fear the judgment of other people. They fear the criticism of other people. That absolutely will kill your dreams immediately. And number three, you're not used to taking risk. That's really the problem, folks. Which takes us to what? So what is the solution? What should you be doing? What are the steps that you should be taking? Well, let's talk about it. The solution. Well, if you're going to be able to deal with your fear, you're going to have to basically start doing one thing. That's understanding it in the first place. Understanding what, Devori? Understanding what fear really is. Fear happens because you're doing something you've never done before. Fear happens because you're outside your comfort zone. Fear happens because you're acting like the person you want to be, and it's not natural yet. That's why fear happens. And the root cause of fear is ignorance, simply not understanding. That's why when you do something for the very first time, you don't have understanding. You can only get understanding by doing it over and over and over again. When you do it with repetition, you reach a new level of understanding and you're no longer scared about it. That's what happens.
So you go from being ignorant to having understanding, awareness. Well, the first step is understanding. Understanding is the key to your freedom. You have to understand yourself. You have to understand why fear is necessary. So let's go through these. Let's go through these. First, you have to understand that fear is necessary. You can't have faith if you didn't have fear. You can't have fear if there was no faith. Faith and fear require you to do the same thing. Believe in something that you can't see. That's the bottom line. And faith and fear only will occur when someone is dominantly focusing on something. You're not going to get scared and you're not going to have any faith if you're not really thinking about anything. But if you keep thinking about either a negative idea or you keep thinking about a positive idea, the emotion of that will come up because your thoughts cause your feelings. Now, we understand that fear is necessary. Why? Because it's a feedback mechanism to tell you you're outside your comfort zone. That's a great thing. That means you're growing. That means you're putting yourself in a position to manifest what you want. You're putting yourself in a position to achieve the success you desire. It's not going to happen if you're not outside your comfort zone. You have to get outside your comfort zone to be the person you need to be to get to where you want to go. That's the bottom line. And when you're outside that comfort zone, you will be scared. You will have fears. That's just part of the game. You must accept and understand that moving forward. Not, well, hey, you know, I want to I wanna delete fear. I don't ever want to have fear in my life. That's ignorance. There's, that's impossible. You have to have fear in your life. That's how you know you're outside your comfort zone. It's not about demolishing fear. It's not even about eliminating fear. It's about understanding how to deal with it and walk right through it. That's the power. And to walk right through your fear requires understanding. I quote this all the time from The Art of War. When you understand your enemy, but you don't understand yourself, for every victory you claim, you will suffer defeat. If you don't understand your enemy and you don't understand yourself, you will lose every single battle. But if you understand yourself and you understand your enemy, you will claim victory. The enemy here, folks, is the fear that you're experiencing. That's the enemy. And if you don't understand it, you're going to lose. That's the bottom line. So you have to understand the fear is not going anywhere. It will always be there for the rest of your life. You just need to get around to accepting that and then understanding how to deal with it. So number one is understanding. Understanding is the very first part here. If you don't understand, you are going to be in trouble. You are going to be in trouble. All right. Now, what's the second part to this? What is the second part? It's, okay, so the first part is obviously understanding why fear is so necessary. Now, the second part is understanding how to respond to it. As soon as the fear comes up, you have to make a decision. You got to move into action immediately. You can't sit around waiting and allowing fear to gain momentum on you. You got to move. Success loves speed. When you know exactly what you want and you have the opportunity to do it, you got to move into action immediately. You cannot delay. If you end up delaying, the fear becomes stronger and you start to procrastinate. So the longer you wait, the more the procrastination will set in and you won't do anything. 
the quicker you move on whatever it is you want to do, even though you're scared, you're not going to procrastinate. I know this sounds simple, but I'll tell you right now, most people struggle with this. One of the very, I, I really think this is one of the best habits you can develop around fear. As soon as the fear comes up for you, move into action. Just make it a habit. When you get scared, you act. You don't delay. Just do that with yourself. That's the only way you're going to break through your fears is by walking through it. And you can't delay that. You want to move quickly. Now, you're not moving desperately. You are moving with confidence. You understand faith. Get this. That's what faith's all about. If you're not breaking through your fear, that means you're not, you're not operating from a place of faith. So as soon as the fear comes up, you got to move into action. You cannot delay. You can't wait for it. So I'll give you guys a great example. When I first started out as a coach, I was doing Facebook Lives every day on my personal profile. And this is when I had no uh, experience with the camera. I was definitely not confident in myself at that time. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, and every time, and the way that it would work is, I don't know if it looks this way anymore because I don't do it anymore. But on the phone, before you can go live on your personal Facebook page or account, the button would be big. It'd be a big red button. And right when I was about to press live, I would always hesitate and I would start to get scared because, oh, I'm going to mess up or, oh, this, there's people from my past will see this and they'll see that I'm not the same person that they know me by. And so they'll just judge me that like that was the thinking. What is that again? That's negative thinking. That's doubts. Right. That's worry. Right. And so that was reinforcing the fear. Well, again, let's walk through it again. Why was I scared to go live on Facebook every day? This is like four years ago, by the way, because I've never done it before. I wasn't an expert with that. Uh, I wasn't confident in myself. Right. So, of course, I was going to of course, I was going to get scared. I mean, that's the way it works. Well, how did I conquer that? How did I continue to move forward even though I was scared? I just, as soon as the, the fear started to strike, I hit, I hit go live. I just pressed the button. That's it. And I practiced doing that. And then over time, I'm not ever scared to go live these days. This is easy. This is light work for me. But it's because of repetition. I don't care about, you know, maybe my phone drops off the tripod. I fumble my words. I don't care if I stutter. None of that messes with me anymore. Because I understand what's really going on. Right? I understand software will fail on me. I understand that, you know, hardware can be clumsy sometimes and fall off the tripod. I understand that I may have been wanting to say something but I wasn't able to find the right words at the time. And so I fumble my words or I stutter or I don't say what I really meant to say. That's all part of the game. There's no perfection here. It's just about getting 1% better every day. Well, I'm sharing that because I understand that. See, when I started surfing, when I lived in Pismo Beach, I wasn't scared of the water because I had gotten in the water with repetition over time. 
if you're not going to the ocean every day and you're not in the water, of course you're going to be scared by those waves. You don't do it. And even though you do it all the time, there's still going to be probably some level of fear depending on what it is. So like for some people, public speaking is a big fear of theirs. Having um, conversations because there may have been a conflict is something people get scared about. Um, being looked at on social media or being observed by their friends and their family, people are scared of what other people may think. Everybody has their own fear. But it's all nonsense. It's all made up BS. All right, It's just a made up story that our paradigm is trying to tell us. And the best way to deal with it is to walk right through it. And you can only do that through understanding and quick decision making. This is why in yesterday's podcast, I talked about the first habit for a highly successful and happy person is what? They make quick decisions. They don't delay. They don't care what other people think. If there's something they want, they move into action towards it. That's it. Well, if you're going to conquer your fears, you got to move into action immediately. See, what that does is it gives you the momentum. It doesn't give the momentum over to the fear. See, fear gains momentum on the people who wait and procrastinate. That's how fear gets stronger. The more you procrastinate, the more you continue to think about what you're not doing, the more you can worry and you doubt, and then it reinforces the fear. Well, if you move into action, you're not giving yourself a lot of time to think about uh, what you may doubt or what you may be worried about. In fact, the sooner you move into action, the sooner you see and realize that it's not as hard as you made it out to be as well. So you go from thinking doubt and worry to actually having understanding now. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't even understand that in the beginning. But now I see, oh, this is not as bad as I was making it out to be. And the repetition of doing that uh, will do what? It'll make you a master of yourself. You'll stop allowing fear to control you. This is exactly what will happen. And listen, if you're going to break through your fears... It requires repetition. So number one, how do you deal with your fear? Number one is you have to understand it. You got to understand that it's necessary, that if you're scared, that means you're outside your comfort zone, that equals growth. Number two, more importantly, you got to make a quick decision. You got to move into action immediately. You cannot wait. Just do it. Just go for it. Execute. You know. Just make a decision. And number three, you got to repeat this. It's not enough to do it one time. You got to keep doing it. Whatever it is that you are uh, experiencing. So for some of you guys who listen to me, I know some of you guys should be on TikTok sharing content. You're not doing that because you're allowing fear to stop you. Some of you guys want to start a business. You haven't started it because you're allowing fear to stop you. Well, with this information today, you should be able to finally take the right steps forward. And that's why I would recommend that you go back and you re-listen to this because you hear it one time and it's great, but you got to keep listening to this until it finally clicks and you see a change in your behavior. That's how you know you got it. If you don't see a change in your results, if you don't see a change in your behavior, you don't have it yet. That means you got to keep studying. You got to keep repeating. You got to keep going back to it. 
That's what people who are very successful, that's what they do. They do the basics with repetition. They do the same thing over and over again. Well, that's what you got to do. If you plan on manifesting more money, uh, more freedom, and a better life, you are going to have to walk right straight. You're going to have to walk through your fears. There's no other way around it. That's just the bottom line. And that person you are looking to become, that life that you're looking to live, it's on the other side of that fear. It's not where you are right now. It's on the other side of the fears that you have. So you got to know how to deal with them. You have to know how to deal with them. So that brings me to what? Now it's time to answer your questions. If you're on TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube, we're going to be answering your questions right now. All right, let's check out the questions. This topic is very simple. I don't think there's much to it. I think at the end of the day, the only thing standing in your way of fear is you just don't, you don't understand. You're not used to making quick decisions and you haven't been doing it with any level of consistency. But once you start to understand, once you start making quicker decisions and you keep doing this every day, you'll be fine. You'll be absolutely shocked by how much you will be able to accomplish because it's all a mental game. It's a mental game. It's mentally understanding what's going on inside of you. That's the difference maker. All right. First question. Are you filming with your phone? Yes. And I'm filming with my camera. I have people on TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, thanks for the valuable knowledge. Can you manifest acceptance into an Ivy League school? Of course you can. People do that every day. But does it feel natural for you to be accepted into an Ivy League school? That's the question. See, the question is not, can you manifest it? The question is, does it feel natural for you to manifest that? That's the question. Now, you may be saying, well, Devori, um, how do I make it feel natural if it's never happened before? Well, that's where God comes in because he's given us something we call the imagination. You have the ability to visualize yourself getting a letter in the mail stating that you've been accepted into this Ivy League school. In fact, you can go a step further right now, go find a letter, an acceptance letter on Google, download it, alter it, put your name on it, put the school, and stare at it every single day. When you wake up, look at that letter. Before you go to sleep, look at that letter. At lunch, look at that letter. On your break, I want you to become the letter. If you become the acceptance into the Ivy League school mentally in your mind, it must happen. That is a law, just like the law of gravity. It has to happen because only people who are thinking that way will get in there, meaning it feels natural. They're applying all to these places. They've got the grades that they need. They pass the actual test that they need to pass in the way that they need to. They generally feel confident about it. But if you don't feel confident, it's not going to happen. It won't. So that's what I would do if I were you. Uh, yes, I experienced this and I acted on it and it wasn't even that bad. I started facing it. Exactly. Face the fear and the fear will leave you. Face your fear 
and the fear will leave you. That's what happens. When I do TikToks, I do feel nervous in that moment. It's just the old habit that used to stop me. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Walk through your fears. I love that. Yes. You see, if we don't understand how to respond, we will do what? We will react. That's what will happen. I'm visualizing myself giving a speech at my daughter's wedding so far out my comfort zone. I got this. Yeah, I would just visualize the end result. The end result is everybody clapping and your daughter saying, you know what, mom, that was an amazing speech. Thank you. Right? That's what you want to happen. That's, it's not even the speech. It's the reaction of the speech from your daughter, I, I assume, actually means the most to you. So I would actually visualize that. Because I know for sure if you're thinking about your daughter, that's an emotional experience. You'll easily get emotion involved in that. See, what we're talking about here, everybody, is we're talking about how to use the power of the mind. Your subconscious mind can't tell the difference between what is real and what is fake. It can only accept what you give to it from your, from your conscious mind. So in your conscious mind, that's where the imagination is located. So if you keep visualizing yourself in possession of what you want and you keep holding that image in your mind, your subconscious mind has to accept it because you get emotion involved in it. It has to. And once your subconscious mind accepts this image, it alters the way that you feel, which means it does what? Changes your behavior and changes what you attract. Simple. But the more we talk about it, the more we're starting to truly understand what that means. It doesn't mean to go read a thousand books. It means that one, you need to get clear on exactly what it is that you want and you have to see it in your mind. You have to see it. You have to visualize it. Not one time, but repeatedly. Because you're trying to get that into your subconscious mind. Because that's the doing part. Once it's in the subconscious mind, it's going to go to work for you. And it's going to happen. How long it will take, nobody could tell you. But we know for a fact that it must happen. So when we take the time to focus on what we want, instead of focusing on what we don't want, that's where changes start to occur. So if you're focusing on the worst case scenario, you obviously are going to trigger the emotion of fear. And then you'll get consumed and then you'll procrastinate. And now it's all bad. But if you focus on the end result of what you want, although the fear is still going to come up, you're going to be operating with faith. The emotion of faith will be stronger than the emotion of fear. That's what will happen. Now let's read this. I'm reading from The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And I, I, can't, I can't give you the words of how powerful this is to me and hopefully to you. This is on the, this is a few pages from the end of the book on page 187. He says, you must imagine yourself 
into the state of your wish fulfilled. This means you must see yourself already experiencing what it is that you want to experience. You see yourself achieving your goal already. Not that you haven't achieved it, that you have achieved it. What does that look like exactly? That's what you're imaging. And you want to do it with the emotion of love. This is why he says you must imagine your state or you must imagine yourself into the state of your wish fulfilled in your love for that state. And in so doing so, you will live and think from it and no more of it. This is what I'm saying. When you hear the words, you got to think about what you want. You got to focus on what you want. People are not technically focusing on what they want. They're focusing on that they don't have it. They're not really focusing on what they want. They're thinking of it, meaning they see their current results. They see that 3D physically. They know I don't have money or I don't have the business. They see that. The mistake is they allow that to dominate their mind. So they're not thinking from the end. See, someone who's thinking from the end, yes, they physically see that they may not have money or the business hasn't been launched, but mentally they see the money. Mentally, they see that the business is launched and successful. That's what they visualize. That's thinking from the end. And if you hold it long enough, how long do you need to hold it? Nobody could tell you. But I would hold it until the results manifest. That's what I do. See, how long do you hold this image in your mind until, until you no longer have to? See, you no longer have to when you do it automatically. You have to hold the image on your mind in the beginning because it's not a habit. So you have to do it. And you do it for a very, who knows, but you do it for an unknown period of time. And then instead of you feeling like you have to do it, you just automatically do it. That's it. You must imagine yourself into the state of your wish fulfilled. And in doing so, you will live and think from it and no more of it. Really, really good. See, this is why he said, uh, I'm going to go to another page that I really like this. Uh, let's see here. Where's it at? Hold on, guys. Let me get to it here. There we go. Page 140. There is no stopping the person who can think from the end. Nothing can stop them. That person will create the means and grows their way out of limitation into ever greater manifestations. Why? Because they're thinking from the end. Listen, I can read this book all day. I think you guys are getting the point. You have to really think from the end. You have to see it happening already. There's no other way around it. That's it. There's no special magic. There's no special hack. There's no special tool. There's no special book. No special affirmation, by the way. This is a principle throughout all of recorded history. We become what we think about. But what is actual thinking? Most people don't even know that. They don't even know what thinking is. Thinking is when you consciously and deliberately visualize what you want. That's thinking. 
or you reason, you choose what you're going to accept or reject, what you're going to spend your time thinking about. That's you thinking. When you focus on something to the exclusion of everything else going on around you, that's you thinking. Most people don't know what thinking is, but that's thinking. We become what we think about, what we visualize about, what we focus on, what we keep emphasizing, what we get emotion involved in. So if we want to break through our fears, ladies and gentlemen, we need to start thinking. We have to see ourselves already in possession of what we want. We've got to operate like we already have it. Now, 3D world, physically, you don't have it. You see that, but you're not thinking about that stuff. In your mind, you already have it. That's the way that it works. Not that you don't have it. Not that you're trying to make it happen. Not that you're trying to figure it out. You already have it. The answers will come to you. They will come to you through your intuition. They will come to you through people and opportunities. That will unfold in front of you. That will lead you to where you want to go. So we already got it. We got it in our spiritual world, but we obviously want to see it show up in the physical world. Well, we do that by thinking for ourselves. We focus on what we want. Now, who wrote about this? Wallace D. Waddles wrote about this in The Science of Getting Rich, and he stated that this is the first principle to getting rich. What I'm saying, you have to think for yourself. That's why he writes here, to do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. That's what he said. So if you're not thinking your own truth, regardless of appearances, fear is going to grab you and it's going to stop you. All right, let's keep going with these questions. What else we got? Oh, actually, we don't have many questions today. Okay, well, then that's nice. That makes this easy. So... Let me, uh, well, let me follow up here. If you're thinking about, all right, um, Devori, if, if there's anything you could tell me about how to deal with fear, what's one thing that I could start doing? Make quick decisions. That's it. Decision equals action. I want you to move into action immediately. Don't wait. If there's something you need to do and you start getting scared, move on it. Don't even wait. Don't wait. Just do it. Just execute. Don't give yourself time to start overanalyzing it and thinking about it. Don't even give yourself time to think. Just, just all you need to know, if taking this action will help you get what you want, if the answer is yes, then do it. Doesn't matter how scared you are. That'd be one thing for sure to take from this show today. All right. Now, let's recap everything here. 
let's do a little recap. And I want to hear myself better here, so give me a second. There we go. All right, now I can really, I like how I can hear myself. Okay. So the three mistakes that unsuccessful people make with fear is number one, they don't understand it in the first place. Number two, they have a fear of being criticized or judged by other people and they take no risk. They don't. Those are the three mistakes that people make with their fear. Now, I also went over what should you do? What are three things you should be doing to deal with your fear? Well, number one, you need to understand it. You need to understand what exactly that it's necessary, that you're supposed to be scared. You're outside your comfort zone. That's a great thing. Number two, you got to make quick decisions. Don't wait. Move into action immediately. And repetition. Keep practicing this every day. And if you keep facing your fear every day, it will leave you eventually around whatever it is that you're scared of. And most of the time, that manifestation that you're looking for, that goal that you want to achieve is on the other side of fear. We've all heard this. So it's nothing new. But you might not understand exactly how to do it. How do you do it? You move into action immediately. Do not wait. Waiting is a huge mistake. If you have an opportunity to do something you want to do, to get to where you want to go, and you start to become scared, you got to move on and immediately. Don't even wait. That's why I was telling you guys a story when I was a child. You know, if, if I would just run towards the pool, I'm jumping in. There's no turning back. And sometimes that's what we have to do in our life. We got to burn the bridges. You know, that's, that's the uh, storyline here. You can't give yourself a way out. You got to do this. You know, you, this is why I say it starts with purpose. When you fall in love with your life, when you fall in love with what you're doing every day, you do the thing that you love to do, you will be able to face your fears because you love what you're doing so much, you're willing to deal with it. You're willing to walk through the fear. But if you're not in love with yourself, with your life, with what you want to do, fear is going to come and it's going to consume you. And so that's why I said the biggest thing here is you got to move into action immediately. Don't delay. Whatever it is. It's not always a big thing you got to do. Sometimes it's little stuff. Following up. Going live. For some of you guys who are on TikTok. Putting up content. Just post it. Who cares? We have to understand that... Um, we have to develop these habits. And if you haven't developed a habit, you have to keep you keep you have to keep doing the thing you don't really want to do because you're scared in order to develop the habit in the first place. You have to. There is no other way around that. You just have to do it. Now, you have to do it until you no longer have to do it because it's a habit at that point. And so that's what we talked about today as it pertains to dealing with fear. And that you can easily get yourself to a point where fear does not control you. But it happens by following these three steps. So, I think that's all we have to say about the topic today in regards to fear. Um, I would really love to see 
um, and hear about your experience with it. Now, before we wrap things up, let me uh, answer this question. How do you deal with crossroads? You don't know which way to go right or left. Well, I'm of the belief you do know. I don't think you're listening to yourself. I think you got too much going on in your mind so you can't hear the real answer. Now, here's a couple of things to consider. Usually the, the first answer is the correct one. Number two, if you still don't feel confident about what the answer may be, just ask for it. Say, God, tell me what the answer is. Tell me, should I go left or right? And the answer will come. But it's not going to come if you're in a state of anxiety. You got to get you got to get yourself calm. You got to get yourself relaxed. You got to start act, acting from a place of faith that the answer will show up. Um, that's what you got to do. And that leads to you getting the answer. Uh, Malik on YouTube says, such a powerful topic. I really needed to hear this today. You're very welcome. Very welcome. All righty, guys. Well, that's all I have to say about this today. Uh, really love doing this with you guys as always, of course. And that takes us here. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>